You're listening to Two Cents Radio with Rob, Nico, and Danny. This is episode 213 for March 26th, 2018. Hi, everybody. I'm Rob. This is Nico. And this is Danny. Hey, Hello. the group's together again. It's always <laughs> well, nice. we're, we're about a two and a half speed, though. Are we? <laughs> yeah. Aren't we always? <laughs> well, <laughs> we're operating at about 66% proficiency, <laughs> which is technically passing, but, you know. Yeah, well. <laughs> <laughs> the grade point average is not great. Uh, our, our Nico is sicky. Yeah, I am. I am. I have about four months. <laughs> Well, make the most Wait, of you that. Definitely, time. we're not sick. Last time I talked to you, no, no, oh, of course okay. not. Yeah, no. Oh, now you I'm... have you have about four months till you get better. No, I have about four months to live. That was the joke. <laughs> oh, oh. Yeah, so no, see, no, when you have that. to explain a joke, it wasn't that good of a joke. <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> well, of course it wasn't. No, we were talking about before how I was deathly ill, and Rob was like, "Can we talk about this on the podcast?" <laughs> and I'm like, yes, I, didn't I thought think he had was... cancer. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Daddy's like, "Oh my god." <laughs> was about to drive over here. Oh my god! Uh, yeah, it's only probably an hour for me. Yeah. Uh, no, I have uh, I have mono. I have mono. How did that happen? I don't know, but it I didn't get it in any of the fun ways that people normally get mono. <laughs> he likes to suck on the end of the water fountain. Oh, uh, oh, it could have been that. I do drink out of water fountains. Oh. I am one of those people. Like maybe a, that's what it was. Like you see a public water fountain and you and you feel the urge to get a drink of water. Well, no, it's more like I have the urge to drink, so a water fountain there. <laughs> Generally, I don't. It's so drink. weird though that I, that's still a thing, isn't it? I don't. I drink out of water fountains all I, the time. I do every not. day. I do not. I barely yeah. drink out of my tap here at my house. It's bottled yeah, water it, for me. You feel like after all the strides that we've made in health consciousness and all the, you know, the fact that there are hand sanitizer containers everywhere you go, like you let, you know, we bathe in hand sanitizer these days. It's weird that like just that petri dish of germs just hangs around for people to put their lips against. Mm -hmm. It's very weird. Uh, Yeah, but I got mono. You ever had mono? I think I had it. I I had it. Yeah. About 10 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. So you don't really have anything. You have like a fever and congestion and shit. But You're mostly just tired just, all the time. Yeah, you just want to sleep all day, mm-hmm. which is all right for me. Like I can deal with that, you know. So I've just been sleeping all day. That's basically been my thing <laughs> over the last three weeks. Uh, but apparently, it could last up to six months. So my my slumber might be uh, for a while here. That'll take you right through fucking summer. <laughs> it will. It will. I'll just be napping my way through uh, the sunny weather. <laughs> That's yeah. terrible. I, yeah. My mono, if I remember right, six weeks and I was better. That's still a long ass time. It is a long, is time. long time. It is a long time. But yeah, I just, I remember my doctor saying, oh, now be careful. Don't do anything too strenuous. You don't want to hit your your back or, or injure your back because you could damage your spleen and it'll kill you instantly. And so I'm, I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh my god, what? <laughs> so here's my question: Number one, where is the spleen? Uh, and number two, what does the spleen do? 
Good question. Because I've heard this, that you got to protect the spleen, but protect I have no spleen. idea what it does. <laughs> let's let's Google it. <laughs> uh, it. It's an abdominal organ involved in the production and removal of blood cells in most vertebrates and forming uh, part of the immune system. Ah. Uh, so the, so, the mono weakens the spleen. So it is behind Ooh. the stomach. Like... Underneath. Oh, so that's why it would if you hurt your back, right? And it's kind of mm. underneath your heart. Damn. So you need yeah, be, no, no fun. So you need to be oh. careful of the spleen. I will try. Nico, to have you what? have you done like regular life things? Or are you still like no able to go around? No, you've been stuck at your house. No, I've been in my. I, today was the first day I went to class in literally three weeks. Okay. Oh my god. My question, oh, it's awful, dude. My question are is: Are you able to keep up with everything? Yeah, I don't normally keep up anyway. So would you, know, you have gone? It's all good. Has it changed <laughs> your life all that much? This is the question. No, of course not. <laughs> I don't do much of anything. I mean, like, I, it's not like you know, I uh, you know, my workout regimens because you know, I'm kind of falling behind on that uh-huh. shit. No, I mean. I haven't had to change the gym trips at all. Well, that's, so that's good. good. Yeah, because I don't go to the gym. Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, my appetite's totally fine. So I've been eating like a pig. So that's great. That's yeah, perfect. So I've just been sitting at home and snacking all day. Uh, and, you know, I have I, the, the podcasts have been a little less frequent, but I've just been watching movies and taking naps. So really, my life isn't all that different now. Um, but, yeah, no, it, it is kind of bad. Like, it, I, I've been sleeping like excessive amounts like i've been napping every single day because it's like otherwise i cannot get up from the bed it's really really bad so when is uh, your when is your episode of my 600 pound life i know i should get on that show pretty soon <laughs> <laughs> one of the one of the patients on that show died recently yes Ooh. and i saw something with with like the wife that was like i'm so shocked and it's like really yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, is this in that shot? <laughs> like, I feel like I don't know. Jeez. I watched oh, yeah. that episode. Well, I've been watching all the episodes of My 600 Pound Life lately. Have you? Yeah. I saw that episode. His name was Robert. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> the thing with that show is that for some reason, everybody over like 600 pounds has an oversized brush in their home oh yeah and i wondered like where like who told the fat people like you need a brush that big to get every crevice there's like a catalog though there's a catalog though for like overweight people i i I don't know man it just feels like the lifestyle is always the same it's like every every episode has a scene where they sit on the toilet and they right. brush all the crevices of their 600 pound body right and 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 they also have like a, a grabber for toilet paper like oh, a... that's another one. Oh, <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's a staple yeah i mean you gotta <laughs> yeah, they hook it up i'm glad i haven't watched this show oh phenomenal show Danny, Danny. what are you doing with your life if you haven't seen my 600 pound life you gotta get some mono and sit down with, with some hulu all right and get caught up. <laughs> phenomenal show yeah it, that show like the first like, i think it, it would make me sad it, it, it's well it is it's it's devastating to sit there oh, and watch yeah. But it's like it's just like a car. You just well, first it's like a car crash. Like you got to slow down and you know see what you can see, and then you end up like 
you either root for this person or you just scream at your TV in anger at these people. Because <laughs> honestly, because the it's two the, the episodes are two hours long now. The first half hour is them living an awful, terrible life. Like this is what I every single one of them. Every I'm not kidding you. Every single episode, there's a camera in the bedroom and you see them wake up. <laughs> Right. <laughs> and, with, their, with their reinforced steel beams underneath right. their bed. And the, every episode, I'm not even kidding you, every episode is the person going, I know when I wake up in the mornings, I've made it through another night. <laughs> like they thought they were going to die? Yeah, they're either like, well, I'm, I'm here, let's get on with it, or oh my god, I'm fucking still here. Oh my god! <laughs> I mean, that's the attitude that you get. That's the fr- and then and then it's always them heading to the bathroom, taking yep. their morning shit, getting their morning oh, okay, shower done, right. <laughs> and then there comes the brush. Yeah, and the brushing is always the most disturbing part of the episode. And and there's always a lot of blurring in this first half hour because oh, these people yes. never have clothes on. No, I mean, they don't make clothes that big in a lot of cases. It's too much effort for them to get dressed. Every episode is the same. So then the second half hour of the first hour is them, like, getting ready to go to make this trek to Houston, however they fucking have to get there. (laughs) Wait, do they do it in Houston? Right, so Dr. Nazardin is the, the star of the show, the doctor that helps all these people, and he's based in Houston. Okay. So mm-hmm. it's get to Houston somehow. So that's the next half hour of these people either getting cut out of their houses. Oh, um, yeah. A lot of sawing involved. Loaded into an <laughs> ambulance or getting into a, a rented – like one guy thought he was going to have to rent a U-Haul so that he could get to Houston. He ended up finding a friend with a minivan uh, but then it's always like these two day treks because these people can't stay in cars long enough. So they have to get into these Why hotel not? rooms because they ache, they hurt, they're hungry. They fucking want to lay down. They, they're, I think they'll be fine. <laughs> they're cramped in this car. They're angry. They're screaming. They're hollering. They're <laughs> stopping multiple times. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> oh my God. They're a little disgruntled, right? You can imagine, yeah. When you're 700 pounds, it turns out you get a little bit of a chip on your shoulder, (laughs) a little bit, yeah, a little bit. And so then the start of the second hour is them meeting Doctor Now and him telling them, you know, you're eating 7,000 calories a day. I'm giving you a diet to 1,200 calories a day, and all these people in the doctor's office are like, oh yeah, I can do that. That's no problem. I, and Dr. Now is like, I need you to lose 50 pounds in the next month. And this is this is the turning point of the whole episode. This is where you either go, yeah, right, that fat fuck's never going to lose 50 pounds. Oh. <laughs> or you go, I really hope this person can do it. It That is the turning point. Right, because there's two types of people that are on this show. Right. One is the you know, the fat person that is grateful for the help that they're getting and right. they actually want to live a healthy lifestyle. And the other is like the bitchy, like I, I you know, I, I, I do what I want. Like I have like, you know, my routine at this point and yep. I don't need your help. And right. I'm perfectly yes. happy the way I am. And it's, it's heroes and villains. <laughs> it is. It's a very, it's a, <laughs> you know, it's a very black and white sort of thing, you know? 
And so, you know, I just I just googled the show, just famous scenes, and I actually because I thought I had seen one, and I actually have seen one scene from the show. <laughs> and it's this blonde woman who is in a hotel, and the bed isn't right. Like she right. can't like she's scared she can't get up on the bed. Yeah, and so they have to like take the bed frame off the floor and put the mattress uh, put the mattress down. Yeah, and it was pretty horrific the scene. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh-huh. It was like more just like sad. And the lady was a huge bitch, and she was really angry. Yeah, and, which I kind of understand. I think I would be too. And a lot of the, like big. this one, this one lady hadn't walked in ten years. Oh my god! So I mean, they don't even know how to. How walk. do you get to that point? You you eat you eat, you eat <laughs> seven to eight thousand calories a day. Oh this one god. woman, this one woman was like living. I think she was living with her parents. She was over like almost 700 pounds still kind of getting around but in a wheelchair and every time they would leave she would order pizza and this woman ordered like three large pizzas (laughs) a cookie breadsticks uh two (laughs) two two liter bottles of pop and had it all delivered to her i mean how does she how'd she pay for it i have no idea brought it in, set it down on her bed. She set her in her wheelchair and I'm not shitting you. She ate the whole fucking thing. That's an excellent <laughs> point though. It's like, where is the money coming from? Really? I don't know. Like, I'm they sure don't she have wasn't work- Was he working? Hell yeah. no. I mean, cause a lot of times there will be another person in their lives that are like their caretaker. Cause you need a caretaker at that weight. Right. Uh, and you know, sometimes it's a sister or a, or a mother or a, a child or something. And maybe they're the ones enabling, but they're almost always enablers. Yeah. You know, and, and sometimes they're a little overweight themselves, but like it's in, in the case of a parent, it's like, you know, I want my daughter to be happy. I want her to be full, a more, right? con- a more controllable weight. Yeah. Well, you know, well, so, yeah, but, but the problem right. is these people try to help their loved ones lose weight and it just becomes a, a battle. So what do you do to make them happy? You bring them more food mm-hmm. and, and these oh people that God. love uh, these people are, are absolutely killing them. Yeah. That is, that show just sounds so depressing. It's, it's the most depressing thing ever. Do they ever, do they ever get out of it? Like, do they, any of them actually recover? A major a majority have success. I mean, by the end and of is success getting down to four hundred pounds, or is success getting down to like one eighty? Success in in the year that the TV show follows them is if you weighed seven hundred pounds, you know, most of them will lose almost three to three hundred and fifty pounds. So. They still weigh 350. They're still huge people yeah, that have still a long obese, ways can, to go. Right. But, but they they're can still walk. on the track to recover. Right. All right. That's good. That's the majority. Yeah. But there are some of them where, like, there was one lady here this have, season. Have the trainers ever given up on them? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, the, this lady that... <laughs> I can imagine, like, Jillian with them going crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but the didn't the biggest loser the thing was they would always gain the weight back. Yes, yeah. yes, they did. Yeah, that like that the practices of that the, show. It didn't have like the mental health component for that show. No. So like they they lost all the weight and then as soon as they were on their own they couldn't like control themselves. No. And often I think they gained weight. Yeah. Right. 
they also like lost it quickly too, right? Yeah, I mean, yes. that was the thing. Like, it's not yeah. really healthy to be dropping thirty pounds in a week. Dangerously you know? quickly. <laughs> I don't know. I feel, I feel happy about that. Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> but there was one lady by the end of the episode. You're like, well, she's she's just done. I mean, have they died ever? Yeah, the one guy did die. Yeah. He, he was eight hundred and forty-two pounds, and yeah, he didn't make it. Just one. So far. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> As if that's like a. Op- I'm not trying to. Ask no, I know. In a, sadis- <laughs> in a sadistic way. No. No, but <laughs> so these people. Far, so far, only one. <laughs> yeah. No, you're just curious about death. That's yeah. all. No, that's fine. That's really cool. <laughs> well, 800 pounds. That's that's. These people crazy. are so the close thing. to death. They're so it's close a- to death. Yes, every single one of them. <laughs> yeah. Like this should not come as a surprise. Oh my god. You are playing craps right now. Yeah. You're just rolling the dice. <laughs> so. Um, not to change the subject, but I just told Rob um, before when he called me, I was watching. I had just started the – and since you have mono, it's great. You should definitely watch it. Um, <laughs> right. Netflix did like a – they redid Queer Eye, and I had never seen the original. Oh. But I watched I watched the first episode of this new reboot, and it was amazing. And just now I got – I texted like five people that I know who would love it and was like, you have to watch this. And one of them just texted back. I love this. The long-haired <laughs> guy is so funny. <laughs> I, I heard it's tremendous. I oh heard my god! I was really almost good. crying. <laughs> yes, that's what the I've first, heard. I've heard it's the emotional. The first episode. Everybody. The first episode is fantastic. I could not recommend it more. Wow. I haven't seen anything else but the first one, but it's really, really good. The old one is very funny. Uh, I don't remember the this old one is too. Yeah, I don't remember the old one being particularly emotional, but I hear like this one's like, oh my god, like really moving shit. So the first episode is a guy who is 57 years old. He lives in the deep south. He has like a ZZ top beard and he's like a big dude <laughs> and um, very unattractive when they started the episode. And it like what they did for him really, I feel like was life changing. It was awesome. Yeah, it's that the old show was so good. I mean, Carson Kressley obviously was the the star of that. Um, but they brought back a whole new a new five. They're new, yeah, they're new. Yeah, yeah. The reason I watched it is I saw um, one of them was working with Pete Davidson from SNL, and I just saw this like viral clip of them like giving him a makeover, <laughs> which was funny. But okay. the 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 new the new gays are great. I really one of them is um, extremely attractive and looks just like John Mayer. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> yes yes they're it's they're fantastic i definitely recommend the show to anyone who's interested uh i have to watch it because i used to, like i would watch reruns of the old show because my mm-hmm. father loved it my wow. father was a big fan of that show and i don't know why <laughs> I, I did not expect that <laughs> yes my dad was a big fan and so he would have it I, I, there's you need to apply for the second season for your dad Oh, I should. Oh my I, guess, God. Like, I think this show, like they showed with the first guy, it was like his daughter had like had auditioned for him. And basically it was like, my dad is really lonely and he's not very confident. And, uh, and so they like, just showed up. <laughs> There's something about that show that really appeals to both uh, gen- or both uh, sexuality spectrum. That's hilarious. Yeah, there's something about it because it's like I think straight dudes are like, oh, wow, yeah, this is this actually is pretty good advice. And gay guys are like, yeah, I, I feel that. <laughs> well, so and it was so funny, too, in this episode because I don't know if it was in like – I feel like I wasn't paying attention, but it was definitely either Alabama or Mississippi if I, I was guessing. And um, the gays walk into like this diner where the guy is in the morning. 
and they're just like, hey, <laughs> and um, all of them together. And you would expect in the South for them to be lynched or like or yelled at. <laughs> right. And all of the people in the diner started applauding for them. <laughs> so is this, this amazing? Is this like the, they're doing like Deep South for this season? Because it was it was all in know. New York. I, for, right just i think it, it was, was. I, don't, I don't know if they're moving around the country but this first episode was definitely in the deep south okay and cool. when you when you see the person before and after it really is amazing what they did for him cool i yeah. gotta watch that i need a makeover maybe uh, <laughs> nico you can audition for both uh your dad and for rob can do can do <laughs> I probably need some help myself. Uh, Rob, I feel like if you if you advertise that you live in like a very desolate part of the country and you say you live near like one of the smallest towns in America, I think they'd be like, "Oh my god." <laughs> <laughs> oh, Danny thinks I can get on the show. That's I don't know if that's Oh, oh no, that's ex- you're or... <laughs> exactly who they're looking for, Rob. <laughs> You are exactly who there. Do not sell yourself. Oh my short. god! <laughs> Head to toe, you got it, baby. That's it. Oh, <laughs> oh man. Anyway, what what else? I, my I heard friend, my w- friend also just texted. Oh, I love this guy for the first guy they they do. <laughs> Yeah, there's something about ZZ Top t-shirts that are... are, are he looks beards. like ZZ Top. He definitely yeah, does. That's a common thing in the South. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm, glad they're, I'm glad we're finally addressing this on television. <laughs> this, this, this public health crisis. I didn't realize... I had always thought, too, that that show was mainly like they were just going to do his fashion or whatever. But it's like they have one for fashion, one no, for... They have the apartment, right? For grooming, one for the apartment, oh, one for food... It's like, wow, they really are completely, they thought this whole thing out. I need all of that. It's a whole thing. <laughs> and the amount of knowledge that, that, that they have is incredible. It's yes, like, and yeah. they, they very, it really does seem like it has a nice message to the show. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, is that, it's, 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 I mean, because that show was way ahead of its time, too. I mean, that was like, it was, I think, early, late 90s? Is early out? 2000s, was, I think. Early 2000s? Yeah, so it, it's Could have been taken 90s. on a whole... I mean, all these years later, it's 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 in a different world and a different. I definitely uh, want to watch it. I feel like how did I miss it before? Oh, <laughs> tremendous show! Whenever it was on reruns, I'm telling you, my dad I... <laughs> absolutely adored the show. What about your mom? Uh, I don't think she did. I'm not. I I, I don't remember that. <laughs> I've never talked to my mom about it. Just my dad. <laughs> well, and I I loved Carson Kressley on the Celebrity Apprentice. So I, like, I, would like to, I would like to watch it. Wasn't he on the last season with Arnold? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't count that as Celebrity Apprentice canon. <laughs> oh, it was great. <laughs> oh, it wasn't. I thought so. Stop, uh... stop lying to yourself. That show was lying. awful. I liked it. That was awful. <laughs> I hated the Arnold one. I mean, <laughs> get you to can't... the chopper. It's not a. <laughs> Um, it's not as good as the Trump ones, obviously, but it wasn't bad. I thought it was still pretty good. Mm. The, the, the problem with Arnold is he's too self-aware. And, <laughs> and no, but Donald is he, though? Is, not self- is he? Oh, yeah. Like, I feel he like knows all, of his, all of the times he talked to them was very similar to Donald, where he, he was just like, he was talking about how he managed the gym, and he like would bring up these totally random stories when he was talking to them that were about his life, that they were just like, oh, uh-huh. It felt, though, like it was batted around in the writer's room ahead of time. 
Oh, it was, okay. you, know, he, you know, what I mean? he came up with his stories and he kind of knew they were the show got too cute when he joined. And you it. didn't like Tyra as one of his assistants? <laughs> no. no. <laughs> <laughs> Back when I was a bodybuilder in Austria, <laughs> I was picking up logs in the middle of a... <laughs> Well, the... I just have a memory of him talking about being naked in the middle of the square, like attracting people into his gym. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I slept on that show. Maybe I thought I gotta it was go great. Back. I loved it. And um, I really was sad that Snooki didn't make it as far because she was my girl. But it was, I loved it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, it, it, the problem is you're you're going up against, I think, the greatest reality television host of all time in the old days. <laughs> <laughs> you know? So it's really – it's impossible to compare. Does Donald go back to reality shows after the presidency? I hope so. I hope The Apprentice <laughs> comes back. I really do. And I well, will he... watch it. Even though I don't like him, I will watch it. <laughs> I mean, he's already in one. I mean, wow. there was a 60 Minutes interview of a porn star <laughs> last night talking about it from there. By and... another former host of a reality yes, show. Yes, that's true. <laughs> yes, so. <laughs> and meanwhile, like, Don Jr. apparently had an affair with, with Aubrey, Aubrey O'Day. O'Day. <laughs> I mean, Odd I... Celebrity Apprentice. This is still Apprentice. I mean, we're, all you got to do is flip on CNN. We're living it. Oh, my God. And every week is a new, you're fired. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no. I am a, I'm a big fan of this Aubrey O'Day conspiracy. I've been yeah, so am I. Evidence. I have been combing through this evidence, and I got to say, it's pretty compelling. And you know what? Now that I think about it, too, I do have – I mean, I haven't watched that season since it aired. I don't know. Was that 2012? However long ago it was. Yeah. And um, I remember – her flirting with him being like oh she is totally trying to like just flirt with him so she'll make it farther and it seemed to work it absolutely worked (laughs) yeah whenever she would compliment him thank you donald i remember that a lot well no i'm talking about donald don yeah no don yes that's who i'm talking about thank you don thank you donald she was always (laughs) (laughs) she would always kiss ass to the to the the trumps but then yes she did a huge bitch I know, else. curse out everybody else. Her and Clay Aiken would have a feud. Oh, Clay Aiken was the best. Or the Arsenio Hall. Oh. Remember that? She put her <laughs> vagina on the back of my neck. Well, I, I just remember Clay saying that she came out of her mom, like, straight onto the stripper pole or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I miss that show. I miss that show so much. <laughs> So I get so I have not heard the song, but she put out a song on the day. I don't know why this is so funny. <laughs> Called Day DJT, where she talks about how like I fell in love with you and how I was gonna like Rob, maybe find the song. Okay. Uh, yeah, I haven't heard the song. I did hear that the song was about Don Jr. So shouldn't it be DTJ? It should be, yeah. What's it called? DJT by Aubrey O'Day is the song. And there's a lyric in there that's apparently pretty uh, pretty damning. Alright, what Ooh. is this? Because she thought like Don was going to like leave his wife for her or whatever. This is well, he apparently is now. I don't know. What is this? Come was on. this Aubrey O'Day song about her alleged... Oh, oh my god! I uh, hate these fucking YouTube videos. Uh, yeah, I hate me for loving you. Hate you for letting our love tale. die. Or you can say it was real, but I need to know. And you know. 
Wait, was that actual lyrics? That was part of the song here. Oh. Defines the reality of you and I forever. And I need to be able to define that before I can walk away. <laughs> I thought it was forever at the time, but maybe I was lying. This is, is this me- a song? This is this is DJT. <laughs> Is this all just spoken words? This is terrible. <laughs> it's poetry. Is it's... she having a conversation in the song? It's terrible. <laughs> I'm not listening to any more. I don't. I don't like that the dude doesn't have that douchey Don Junior voice though. Ah. I really. Yeah, like... I don't imagine him with the slicked back hair. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Don Junior. Don't say poor Don Jr. Oh, yeah, but come on, man. Like, his oh. affair is being... Come on. He's his affair is being... douche. Well, of course he's a douche, but now, like, his personal shit is being dragged through the mud here. Like, I, I, feel poor. I feel bad for his wife, not for him. Eh, I don't know. I mean, yeah, you he's like an Don asshole. Jr.? You no, I don't... Don Jr.? No, I've always been partial to Ivanka. You, you know me. They kill run for president? No, I don't think so. I think Ivanka's gonna run for president. I yes. think the, and her I like. See, oh, why did I mean, she run? She's the only Trump that anybody likes. Yes. I mean, the That's brothers... what I don't understand. She should be the new Secretary of State. I oh, mean... good point. Honestly, good she, point. she would be loyal. I think she's smart. Like, I actually trust her. I think her and Jared Kushner, I'm not kidding you, could actually have a well, serious... Kushner seems seedy to me. I don't love him, but I like I, her. Exactly, though. I mean, that's the thing. It's like Kushner can be sort of behind the scenes and she can be the figurehead. It could be a real house of cards situation. (laughs) (laughs) Kushner's got some seedy shit going on. Oh, my God. How is – not to be – throw a total tangent there, but how are we not podcasting during the whole Kevin Spacey and, like, all of the famous people going down part of our lives? (laughs) I think it's better that we weren't. (laughs) Probably. Probably. But I, can I just say, I, I mean, and granted, I understand why Kevin Spacey is probably blacklisted now, but I'm really sad about him out of all of them. He's the one I'm probably most sad about. Are you? Yeah, I loved Kevin Spacey, and I loved House of Cards. Oh, okay. Not I sad, mean, like, I'm not mad. At, I mean, I'm, I am mad, I'm not really mad at him. I don't know him personally, but, like, I definitely think I understand why he's not, like, why he would be blacklisted. He seemed like a creep, like a creep or a pervert. But it's sad that, like, all that shit happened because he was so good on that show. Yeah, I had always heard he was an asshole, though. I didn't hear any of, like, the the, the creepy stuff. Well, but asshole most is guys... one thing, but being a yeah. freaking perv that's, like, grabbing people is different. Well, it, it was like, he was kind of, like, abusive on set and stuff. And yeah. apparently, like, he would – there was a story I heard, I think, like, years ago where I, I guess he had there, – there, there was a male co-star on one of his films – and he tracked down the guy's boyfriend and had an affair with the boyfriend just to sort of have, like, power over him on set. He was, like, doing, like, creepy stuff. What the even hell? If it wasn't, yeah, even if it wasn't, like, full-on, like, sexual assault or whatever. Like, I never he, heard about that. Yeah, he had there, – there had been stories out there for, like, years about him. None of these guys were particularly surprising. The only one that I, I guess was surprising was Matt Lauer. I never thought, like <laughs> – like, Rob's never, favorite. I, I could have never imagined him with a, you know, with the door with closed the button. button. With the yeah. button. Yeah. You know, the vibrator bag in the closet or whatever. It's like, whoa. Oh, that was whoa, the I, one. I don't know about that. I didn't hear about that part. There was uh, – oh, so maybe you can find this clip. This clip is so awkward. I think mm. it was either Katie Kirk- – no, it was Katie Kirk or Meredith Vieira, one of the two. Um, 
said that one time Matt had taken her to his off or her off his office and showed her a bag of sex toys. Oh and this God. was like they said this on the air years ago, and the audience oh started God. laughing. And the, you know, and the audience was like, I think this was on like Meredith Vieira's talk show. There it is. And the odd, yeah, go ahead, play it. <laughs> I went into your office once. Do you remember this? Yeah. Snooping. And you had a huge bag of sex toys. And you do you remember this? Oh, wait a and minute. Yes, you did. Wait a in minute. Your, in your closet. Oh, wait a minute. Okay, can we explain? <laughs> Meredith This was Vieira. years ago. Yeah. What the hell? Keep playing. Yeah. Explain what happened because okay. you were there. We had a guest on the show who uh, was a, what was she, a sex therapist. And so when she that. left, I think you did the <laughs> Meredith, <laughs> Meredith, I don't remember that. <laughs> I was going to say, was it Stormy Daniels on the show? <laughs> and when she left, she gave each of us a shopping bag of stuff. I didn't get a bag of true stuff. True story. I didn't know what to do. I put it in my closet. <laughs> Meredith in my dressing was like, room. hell no. The next day, yeah. we had Laura Bush on the show. No. And the oh. Secret Service came with the dogs to sweep our dressing room. <laughs> And I watched. I said, no, I'll get out. Go ahead. He goes, you can stay. We just need to bring the dog in. They open up the thing, and I see the guy pick up the bag. I'm like, oh, my God. It's true. Oh, my God. (laughs) That clip. Think about that years later. Oh, my God. Meredith's like, I never got a bag of sex toys. Yeah, Meredith seems like a sweet lady. She does. I love Meredith Vera. That is so awkward. I know, I know. So apparently yeah, but, that, you know, that was out there, too. I didn't respect, like, not that I didn't like him or something. I respected Kevin Spacey as far as, like, him as an actor I thought was outstanding. Whereas yeah. Matt Lauer, I was always just like, he kind of is just eh, as Rob would probably say. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I remember Rob hated him. Oh, I did not like Matt Lauer. Yeah, never, never really liked him. He uh, was just there. Yeah. There was nothing special about him to be making that kind of money. No, no, he's no Katie. No. Oh, Katie was the best. And now he I think the, the best. Yeah, I think the Today Show ratings are up now, right? Without him. Who's on it now? Hoda. They got Hoda. Hoda. Wait, where, hold on. Yeah. The, the one who drinks? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She's, on, she's like a main anchor now? Yeah, it's Hoda what? and the other chick. Savannah, yeah, and yeah. Sa- yeah. Gun three. And US Savannah. Holy crap, why would they move her up? Hoda, man, the the <laughs> girl power, yeah, Jeez. girl power in the seven o'clock hour, yeah. Boy, oh, I I was not a fan of her. <laughs> and Megan Kelly turns out to be a big flop, doesn't she? Oh, she sucks. She sucks. <laughs> oh man. my god! Did you watch her with Jane Fonda? No, I have not seen um, a minute of her new show. She is terrible. I I can't stand Megan Kelly. I never have. I I hated her when she was on Fox News too. But she just, I mean, she just seems so unpleasant. And she, like, I heard, so I, I saw her, um, and I had I didn't even really realize she had a talk show that wasn't on Fox. Like, apparently she moved to NBC. Mm-hmm. And um, she has a talk show, and she asked Jane Fonda a question about how Jane Fonda has plastic surgery. Um, and Jane Fonda acted offended. Which also, Jane Fonda, take a deep breath. I mean, really. <laughs> well, if, if she had what surgery? Cut she out just, no, she... So Jane, she told Jane Fonda, like, you've had plastic surgery. Talk about that, basically. Oh. And Jane Fonda acted offended, which is dumb because 
Jane Fonda has like talked about it also. Um, yeah, and also you're 89 and you look like you're 40. Okay, <laughs> yes. so, so I, you're not fooling anybody, yes, Jane. I, yeah, agreed. And Jane Fonda, take really take a deep breath and don't cause a feud, Jane yeah. Fonda. Really, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's what she does. But, but also, but then she like I guess Megyn Kelly wanted the last word, so then she like went on this whole tangent on one of her shows where she like. She basically made a whole segment of her show talking shit about Jane Fonda. <laughs> and it was just like it was just like it seemed to me so unprofessional completely as a as a host of a show like that. She was going to devote time of her show to respond to Jane Fonda, like calling her out in the news. I just thought it was so unprofessional and catty. Ooh, I can't believe you guys didn't see it. I feel no. like this is right up two cents alley. No, <laughs> I have not watched any. Well, I don't watch any of those morning shows. So uh, I don't watch them either. I just saw it on Google News. Yeah, and Megyn Kelly is is a little. The problem with her now is she has no base anymore. No, it's no. like at, at one point conservatives liked her, and then the Trump feud happened, and then she decided, all right, I guess I'm going to be liberal now, but not really. Yeah, uh, and now I'm going to be like the cute everybody loves me. I'm Kelly Ripa in the morning, and that doesn't work either. No, so. she's too harsh for that. Yeah, exactly. So it's like you know. At least, like, the Fox thing, she excelled at that. You know, she excelled at the sort of combative interviews, harsh political takes and stuff. Now it's like, I don't know, that's that's too quick a turn all of a sudden to be the view, you know? Yes, um, it does. It I don't think it works for her, yeah, personally. Yeah. Boy, did they spend a lot of money on her. <laughs> they did. Oh, my God. They blew so much money on her. They did. And you know what's sad, too, is... Like, isn't Tommy Lauren now a Fox News contributor? Oh, is I think she? so. I'm yeah, pretty sure she is. And it's like, like I would take Megyn Kelly ten times out, like, uh, like ten times over Tommy Lauren. <laughs> well, if the volume's off, I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but I'm talking about me, Nico. <laughs> well, I'm. I don't know. I normally watch the news on mute. That's how I roll. <laughs> uh, you're you're about to be me tooed. <laughs> oh man uh you know quick word about me too have you heard the brian seacrest thing did we talk about this no, no. but I, I i've heard he was like that at at the oscars no one wanted to talk to him because they were afraid to be seen with them but i didn't really i don't know what has he actually been accused of he was accused by one chick of i guess making inappropriate comments and groping um and to then, which he denied, right? He denied. Uh, he also claims that the girl tried extorting him before going public with the story. Uh, ooh, ooh. And then uh, E does an investigation on it. They don't find anything. It goes away. And then Variety publishes another story with the same accusations. Oh, my God. And then all of a sudden, the Oscars, no one's talking to him on the red carpet. And it's like, I... I I get it, man. Like, I know you're – these things start with good intentions, but it's like this could be the first example of someone that does not have any – that's been given no due process being dragged through the mud on this. He could actually yeah. be innocent. I don't know if he is or not. I always thought I, that he was – I always had heard that he was gay. Well, yeah, that was that was the rumor, of course. Uh, but, yeah, no, it's uh, – I, I don't know, man. It we're getting dangerous with this Me Too thing. We're going to a really dangerous place about it. Well, I also just heard about Fred Savage, and you know how much I love, love the Wonder Years. <laughs> what happened to him? And apparently when he was like 16, he was harassing some woman on set. He has denied it, and other co-stars have denied it. So I don't know if it will actually go anywhere. 
When he was 16? Yes, when he was on the Wonder Years in the 90s. Wow. As a, yeah. as a kid, apparently this one, this one like stylist or whatever, didn't they didn't get along. I don't know what happened, but his all a lot of I saw that people around him said that it did not happen. Mm, I don't know, man. Some of this stuff is is very loose. It all feels very loose, and it's like I don't know, I don't know. I think we're getting to a scary place with this whole thing. I'm just like wondering who will be next. Yeah, who do you think is next? Can we do a pool? <laughs> <laughs> Let's make. Who's like a really uh, no. creepy guy? Uh, hmm. That's a good question. I don't know. I mean, Jack Nicholson. <laughs> oh, good one. Oh, that is a good one. That good is a one. good one. That's oh, I love that one. That's a good one. Hmm. I mean, Mel Gibson. I guess is not is uh, he, Well, he's already been me too before anyone else well he didn't really i mean <laughs> he just remember those tapes well the tapes weren't really me too that was just kind like, of though was like what he was well, saying to her i don't know he <laughs> took my laker tickets uh, <laughs> I heard those, by the way. I think on Two Cents Radio before I was on Two Cents Radio. I also <laughs> did. If I, I you guys did like a two-hour like, track, frame by frame of the Mel Gibson tapes, oh, and I God. was crying. Oh. I was too. I think maybe Willem Dafoe. Yeah, I could see oh. that. He's a creepy dude, right? Um, Christopher Walken. Christopher Walken. That's yes, who I was yes, just going to say. <laughs> I was just going to say that one. <laughs> Wasn't he accused of murder at one point? Oh, so, okay. Geez. Was it Christopher Walken that was oh on the the boat when that one girl died? Yeah, but it turns out it was the other guy. What's his do? Their new details just emerged what about was, that. What was her name? What was the actress's name? Natalie Wood? No. Is uh is it Natalie yeah. Wood? Was it, it Nat- Natalie yeah, Wood? I just think Googled it. Was. it. Yep. Just Googled it. And, and what apparently- yeah, let's see. Let me let me look around. Keep talking. So I guess um he she was dating What's his face at the? Oh man, I'm so I'm blanking on his name, um, and I'm so upset I'm blanking on his name. Robert, Robert Wagner. Wagner, right? And that, yeah, they were married. Yeah. So they were on a yacht, and apparently Christopher Walken was on the yacht with them. Yeah. And she mysteriously vanished or something, or ended up dead. And for years, like the rumor was, I mean, obviously the 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 consensus was okay. I mean, he's a person of interest now. Right. Robert Wagner killed his wife in a crime of passion but there was always these whispers in hollywood that it was actually christopher walken that did it uh and it's only recently did it come out that i guess robert wagner's being investigated for it yeah that was a few months back i remember that coming out yeah in february yep yep i'm I'm reading this article i'll update you if i find anything but (laughs) but the thing about christopher walken was like you could always see him kind of being a murderer well, you know, he's a bit yeah, odd. He, <laughs> what? He's a bit odd. He's just, yeah. Oh, yes, he is. Ugh. Yeah, a little, a little bit. Yeah, has that has that grin. Yeah. So they have. I don't think they've actually said anything, but apparently Robert Wagner's like what he has told the police. They're saying does not add up. Mm. Ooh, scandalous. Jeez. 
scandalous between this and Stormy Daniels. Oh boy. Yeah, damn. What, what, what times we're living in? <laughs> Did you guys I, watch what, last I, night? Of I course. Didn't. I watched the second. I don't think I saw all of it, but I I saw after the spanking comment. Okay, good. Because uh, <laughs> that's the real bread and butter. That's okay. You got to tell me because I didn't watch any of it. So apparently they were in the room and, and he he had a uh, magazine with his cover on it and she spanked him with it. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. It was a right. Forbes magazine. He was on the cover, and he's like, uh, or she's like, hey, I should spank you with that. And he starts laughing, and then eventually pulls down his pants. And Oh, wow. my gosh. And he spanked her. No, she no. spanked him. Oh, no. She spanked, she spanked him. him. I mean, the magazine with his own face on okay. the front. Am I the, uh, am I the only voice of reason here? No. Who hasn't done that? <laughs> how many magazines are you on the cover of i'm not of no 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 no. i'm not saying that but come Spank on someone with a magazine come on <laughs> that's nothing i have done much worse <laughs> all right we're gonna end that right there um my favorite my favorite yeah don't need to know any more about that <laughs> yeah <laughs> Seriously, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna slip away this National Geographic and uh, forget this conversation ever happened. Um, I my favorite part of the whole interview was when Anderson introduced her as uh, <laughs> Stormy Daniels has starred, written, and directed many adult films oh over the God. last ten years. <laughs> that was my and it was just like, how is this on sixty minutes right now? <laughs> Seriously, How much though. writing is involved? Oh. How oh much God. writing is involved here? The dialogue and is not that much. You just think about Monica Lewinsky and all of that and how now it's just normal. Oh, yeah. This really, how bizarre, honestly, though. Just how another bizarre thing. Is that? Just another thing in the office. Yeah. And it's, it's like... Yeah, people – I mean, this is not the biggest news story in the country. I mean, really. I mean, in the 90s, the Monica Trump, Lewinsky was – Trump just tweeted so much fake news this morning. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, this is just, you know – I mean, th- there there are at least three or four bigger stories going on right now than that one, you know? I mean, no one really cares. Are there? What are they? I mean, the, the, the gun control stuff is big. Okay. Uh, you know, I'll give the, you that one. Yeah, I mean, there are other like the tariff stuff is certainly, you know, all the trade stuff is certainly a higher priority than this is. The new but budget. People care more about that than the. I Stormy guess they, Daniels. Yeah, but if you look, put it this way: in the '90s, if you pulled out a copy of the New York Times, Monica Lewinsky was the headline story, and yep. now it's like she is barely above the fold. Well, anymore. because his because his campaign, I think, was about this kind of stuff, so people are just like, eh, whatever, it's just him. Yeah, I mean, this is not the most scandalous thing that's come out about Trump. I mean, it's not. Like, the pussy comment is no, way no, worse. No, yeah, I agree. You know? So it's like, yeah, yeah, okay. Of course he had sex with porn stars. <laughs> I mean, it does make it right, but I'm just saying, of course he did. Yes. You know? No one was surprised. I was surprised that Aubrey O'Day was with his son and not him. Yes, that was the most shocking part <laughs> of that story. I'm curious if Lisa was with him. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck happened? <laughs> what happened, Donald? <laughs> Lou Ferrigno. 
Oh, all of, this is <laughs> all allegedly, people. All allegedly. <laughs> uh, I really hope that he comes back to The Apprentice when it's done. NBC. When it's all said and back. done, he needs to come back to reality TV. Yeah, when it's all said and done and we had a nice laugh about it, let's go back to making mm. reality television. Honestly, I'll forgive him when he's when he's back just doing what we love him doing. <laughs> They're never going to let him back on. It's too bad. He's too tainted. No, I could see it. He has a big base. I could see it. I think he would need his own network. I don't think NBC would put him back on at this no, point. No, not they? NBC. Yeah. Uh, maybe Fox News, though. <laughs> and honestly, it would be a, it would be a good move for them. I think they would get a t- like some really good ratings. Put it on Sunday nights or whatever, you know. You don't and he to... could have he can have like Omar Rosa as like a as one of his like you know whatever they call those like helper people. Oh, she's That's done funny. after Big Brother. She's blacklisted after Big Brother. <laughs> yeah, I don't, you think? I, I think he'd forgive her. Nah, I think Omarosa, look at yeah. what a star I made you. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> It's a great redemption story, Omarosa. It's great. <laughs> it's a great comeback story. <laughs> uh, you know, so you can't yeah. see like Rex Tillerson as on um, the Celebrity Apprentice. Oh my God, <laughs> Jeff Sessions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he would have Tommy Lauren as his like side hand. Oh, oh yeah, man. that's so good. I mean, yeah, the the bench of advisors has gotten so much bigger now. That is yes, true. Yes, it has. Yes, it has. Ted Nugent. Ted Nugent. <laughs> <laughs> Ted Nugent's got to be a contestant. Yes, he got got to be. How did he escape it this long? Really, though, it is crazy, isn't it? Yeah, maybe he wasn't big enough then. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, There's no Trace Atkins. Oh my god. Oh, mm. this makes me miss the. Good- old days the good old days <laughs> they really were the good old days <laughs> i just miss watching trump as a joke yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh did you guys uh, uh now let's change the subject here uh did, did you guys see that new documentary on netflix about the cult wild no. wild country no. i feel like this is good documentary uh, oh what's, I... it, what's it called i love cults what's it called <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, Danny. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Ron Hubbard's my homeboy. You know. uh, I saw it was on like the l- top list of uh, new... Wait, what's the t- title? Say the title again. Wild, Wild Country. I have to watch this. I when love con- these kind of movies. When a controver- so it's a, it's a series. A little mini-series for you. It's a when a controversial cult? cult leader builds a utopian city in the Oregon desert, conflict with the locals escalates into a national scandal. And it's a real, it's a actual kind of, uh, it's a documentary. Documentary, six parts, uh, on Netflix. I've heard it's crazy. I feel like we should begin watching. Mm. I will. I definitely will start watching. I think I might have to. Mm. I'm adding it to my list right now. Cults are in fashion these days. (laughs) Are they? (laughs) A lot of cult shows out there. A lot of cult shows. Oh, that's too bad. There's that show Waco. Yeah, I didn't see that. uh, the Waco um, thing. So what is that well, about? I I, uh, I well, suggest that was the on, mass hold suicide, on, hold on. right? I I suggest for next show we watch we watch this show and we watch Queer Eye and then we talk about the next one. We can probably make that happen. Let's do it. We'll, well, are we doing all the episodes or what? Yep, all the episodes. Okay, you don't want to, but we'll give it a month because you know I'm I'm not the best with this. Yeah, good. <laughs> uh, okay, I'll do all of Queer Eye. I'll do all Wild Wild Country. And the listener should do the same. 
So Waco, is it a documentary or is it a uh No. Okay. No, it's yes. uh and it's on the Paramount Network, isn't it? Yes. Which Formal, I don't know if that what formerly is that formally called? TV. Formerly okay. Spike uh, TV. Yeah. Uh, and it's about that that mass suicide that happened down there. Yeah, the Branch Davidians, David Koresh. Branch Davidians. Yeah. yeah. It was like the – the first it was like a standoff. It was like a hostage situation, right? Well, yeah, I guess it was a hostage situation. Well, no, I don't think it was hostages. Weren't they all there on their own volition? They were all there because they were following David as, because he, he proclaimed he was Jesus Christ. Yes, and I think they – but I think – they all were very, very much committed to him, weren't they? Right, they were. But uh, the ATF went to raid uh, the 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 compound in Waco, and they ended up fighting back. And, right. and like, yes, because they had stockpiled a ton of guns. Right, they had stockpiled a ton of guns. They ended up killing like two ATF uh, uh, officers. At, at, at that raid and then this standoff happens and it goes on for like 76 days jeez that's insane and they end up taking like tanks in there and and, and trying to bust down the walls but in the end when the tanks start rolling in they Didn't start they just set themselves on fire yeah they start spreading gas and light the fucker and after 76 days like these these women and children and and fathers all end up dying and and it was a huge like it just made the the government look terrible and and actually that that event is what led uh um to the oklahoma city to the bombing, oklahoma right? city bombing that's what uh what was his name timothy mcveigh uh yeah. he was against the government and, and the oklahoma city bombing was a retaliation to the uh the the raid at uh Waco. Yeah. Uh crazy shit. The 90s <laughs> were nuts, guys. <laughs> well, that was the 50s. Crazy. It? No, it no, was the 90s. 90s. The Branch Davidians? The Branch yeah. Davidians in Waco all happened in the 90s. Oh my lord. Yeah. Well, I was I was recently watching, did you ever watch Bowling for Columbine? No, yeah. I never did see that. Um the You've never seen it, Rob? No, I haven't. Uh, um, so, like the beginning of it, they interview um, the brother of—is it? Uh, it's either the brother of Timothy McVeigh or the brother of the guy who was also arrested with Timothy McVeigh, who like was involved in that. And oh, he's yeah. a nut job. Yeah. Who's also free? <laughs> yeah. But it's crazy. Yeah. Uh, I guess the '90s. Wow, we were talking about this the other day, weren't we? Yeah. On text, Rob. <laughs> yeah. The '90s were crazy. Because we, we he watched I Tanya and we were talking about the Tanya Harding <laughs> yeah, thing Tanya. and it's like yeah that you know I want to watch that it's good did you like it Rob I did like it I liked it I want to I love Allison and Janney and I loved that documentary we watched whatever how many how many years ago that was yeah she's good in it right oh she's great Janney yeah she's good I don't know if she deserved the Oscar but she's good did you see it Nico yeah I did uh I, it, it was good it, it, it's First of all, very slanted towards Tanya Harding. Like, oh, and yeah. it makes you like her? No. Well, kind of. Mm. Oh, how could you like Tanya Harding? Okay, so so you feel sympathetic towards her, but I've always had a, – a small part of me was always sympathetic towards Tanya. But you had a crush on her. 
No, I never <laughs> had a crush on Tanya Harding. <laughs> Didn't you, though? No. <laughs> I feel like if we go back and listen to those tapes of when we talked about that documentary, you would have a crush on her. <laughs> it always goes back to she gave Rob a boner at age 13, doesn't it? It always goes straight back. Ah, she wasn't that bad after all. She killed five uh, people. Yeah. Five? <laughs> no. I'm just no. joking. Dave. I was just going to say, what did I miss from that documentary? <laughs> no, it's no, joking. I thought she just killed the knees of Nancy Kerrigan. No, it's just generally Rob is, is more forgiving of people uh, if they're more physically attracted to him. Well, That's all. yeah, I mean, Casey Anthony. Casey Anthony, come on. Come on. Now, she is just she she's not hot, but there's just enough crazy there to make you go. Huh? <laughs> Can I just say I did I did list I've I I found a bunch of podcasts that I've listened to recently and one of the podcasts I've listened to is called Last Podcast on the Left. It's really good. They have some interest. Yeah. I only listen to the ones I've I'm heard interested of in, but I've heard of one this. of the great episodes I listened to was one about Casey Anthony and I thought about you the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> it was just all about the the Casey Anthony case and I remember you being the legal correspondent I for was. all reality TV <laughs> for that. I was. <laughs> I mean, yeah, she's 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 attainable, right, Rob? That's she is attainable. That's she's the attainable. thing. And she she had an interview last year or two years ago. I just like saw it. Yeah, oh. it, and it wasn't a very long interview. It was a no, short... but it was creepy it was. to watch her. I was like, Ooh, was. this makes me very uncomfortable. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, Tanya, we... I, I've <laughs> always had a, a, a bit of of uh, you know sympathy towards Tanya. I, she was. She was surrounded by the wrong people her entire life. Yeah, and the the film definitely touches on all of that. Yeah. But it, I, I mean, first of all, it absolves her of any knowledge of what happened that day. Um, I don't. I disagree. I disagree. I, I, they make it very clear that she did not know exactly what the plan was. Right. I, may, okay, but maybe I maybe I'm going into it knowing. That that's not right. Probably as as a as a viewer who doesn't know anything about it. Okay, I'll, I'll give you that argument. But going into it, I knew she was not completely innocent in this whole thing. Yeah. Well, the film makes her out to be completely innocent, and also a, really? a victim. Which in many yeah, in many cases she is a victim. Like yeah. she had a horrible mother and a horribly abusive husband and a, a very bad friends. <laughs> uh, but and. But funny friends. Though. Oh my oh god! Oh my god! That fat guy was so funny in that movie. Sean, <laughs> Sean. Oh my god! The Sean character is hilarious. Oh, and it's just perfect. That guy. <laughs> he's the one that deserved the Oscar. Oh, he was incredible in that movie. He is he, the was one. It, was there anyone else who was famous besides Allison? Uh, Margot Robbie Margot Robbie plays Tanya. Oh, that's right. Yeah, and she's you know as much. As they try, she's still goddamn beautiful in that thing. Oh my god, they try to ugly her up. They really do. Stop! Don't don't roll your eyes at me. Don't um, roll your eyes at me, Rob. Although the guy who played uh, Jeff, I recognized from some. Oh, Jeff! Oh, he's the Winter Soldier. Yeah, he's the Winter Soldier. Sebastian Stan. Yeah. He's quite good in that movie too. Though. Yeah, he he's good. He's a bastard, yeah, it, but he's good. It's a good cast. It's a good cast. Uh, I just didn't like how slanted it was. And I'm, it's also like, eh, should I be laughing here? Should I not be laughing here? You know, we're basically just making fun of white trash for two hours, which yeah. is like, all right, I can get down with it's this. Not a, it's not a comedy, though, right? 
uh, it dances the line. It does. It does. I think it was nominated for best comedy at the Golden Globes. So um, it's not quite a comedy, but they play for laughs quite a bit. It's a dark comedy. Yeah, yeah. So I, I don't Ooh. know. Some, something about it. It's very. It, 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 it tells the story the way you would have pictured it in the '90s, and that is very flashy, tabloidy, salacious stuff. You know, it, it, it's easy. It's like easily digestible, sort of like the way like the OJ series made the the OJ murder very tabloidy. Uh, this this one sort of does the same thing for Tanya. But it was um, such a. I mean, I I know you don't you would disagree with me on this, Nico, but it was a huge story at the time. It was yeah, a sure it was. huge story. But it's also a story no one really cared it about, right? It was just sort of, you know. The only it thing was... that America talked about for three months. But also OJ was going on at the time. I mean, nah, that was a little bigger. OJ didn't happen until the summer. This was early 94. OJ didn't happen until June. What is it with the 90s and tabloids? What I, is it with, like, I don't feel like we have these, this many celebrity gossip stories anymore. I don't know. I, I think it was because it was not. I think we're more desensitized. I think that's exactly right. We did not have as much of it back then as we do now. I guess. Yeah, I guess. Because it's also people are still watching Entertainment Tonight. Right. They're not on Twitter all day seeing celebrity feuds, you know, right. watching the president tweet about a porn star. You know, that, that, I guess that's what it Man, is. In the 90s, I am so glad. Or not tweet about a porn star. <laughs> right. I am so glad to be have been alive through the 90s and, and live through all of that. I really yeah. am. I mean, I'm old as fuck now, but <laughs> mm. I, I am happy. I do remember that my parents really hated Bill Clinton. <laughs> yeah, no. I did not have sexual relations with that woman. That was, that was <laughs> another thing. I mean, that's just how crazy the 90s were. Yeah. I know. It's like for like the president's getting a blowjob in the Oval yeah. Office. Well, and if you look at like the historical events too, there was the World Trade Center bombing and right. the uh, Columbine too. Right, right, right. It was just before terrorism became like a part of our daily discussion. Yeah, you know, like terrorism yeah. was still odd back then. You know, we yeah. weren't, we didn't have no. you know uh, terrorism. Terrorism was across the sea problem. It was a problem, right. but man, it wasn't a problem here. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There and weren't mass shootings, really, or at no. least they weren't reported on. Uh, yeah, there were no TSA at the airport. It was, yeah. I remember walking up to the gates of airports and watching airplanes land. Without, I can't I mean, believe you have a memory of that. Oh, yeah. Crazy. Oh, yeah. That's insane. And we were expecting. Rob's old. I'm old. <laughs> Jesus. I remember going up. To the the terminals and and watching people get on and off the planes and watching the planes take off. That's insane to think of now. (laughs) It was not long ago. No. I mean, it really wasn't. No. Yeah. No, it is. It is. Man. Yeah. It it, it makes you long for a society where we're not this jaded. It's always the good old days. Seriously, though. This this is the good old days syndrome. Everyone. Every generation has it. Yeah, you think I guess. It, you think they were just as jaded, you know, twenty years ago? Oh yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe. I don't know. I, th- there is one thing that's always true. I, I, I heard. I'm forgetting who exactly said this, but I'm quoting someone smarter than me. Where, where they said two things are always true about life. 
One is that life always gets better year to year. And number <laughs> two, people always think life is getting worse year right. to year. That's exactly and that, you know, that's what it is. Our society is always getting better. We're, we're more advanced. We have more knowledge. We're more empathetic. We're less violent. We're, all, we're getting better. Meanwhile, people always think, oh, the sky is falling. Back yeah. in my day, things were so much better. You know, what, what, is, what has become of this, of this new generation? What are, where are we going? Uh, and it's just like, no, that's just your perception. We are because actually getting better. People, um, people my age in the 90s thought fondly of, of the 70s and 80s, you know? Right. The good old days of the 70s and 80s where, you know, and, and before that it was the, the good old days of the 60s. Free love, man. And, <laughs> you know? It, but when it, but when hippies came around, like, the older generation was like, what the fuck are these kids doing? Right. Our the Western society is about to die. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. Mm. Okay. Yeah, that is true. Still feels like life's pretty shitty right now, though, doesn't it? <laughs> it does. <laughs> well, it, just feel, it does feel like there's a lot of shit going on, that's yeah. for sure. Yeah. Um, anyway, the same night I watched uh, I Tanya real quick, and then we're gonna wrap this up. I watched uh, Three Billboards outside of Ebbing, Missouri. Oh, how was that? I really liked it. I want to watch it. I really liked it. That's Meh. awesome. Meh. Yeah, Nico didn't so much. Meh. Nico, Nico, out of the Best Picture nominees, who would you have picked? Get out. Clearly. I did like Get Out. Okay, Not even close. No, 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 no. Take away the fact that you had money writing on it. No, I am taking <laughs> the fact they had money writing on it. No, you got to vote for Get Out. But you, but see, there, Danny. Here's your point. You, that's the only one you saw, and the only reason that you saw it is because people said, "Hey, Danny, this movie's good. You should see it." Yes. And none of that happened with well, any no, of the other movies. No, no. The only reason I saw it is because it was the free one on a plane I was on. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but get out is but i the still only... liked it nonetheless no it's the only movie people were talking about it's the only movie that people quote to each other it's the only one that what has do you quote? Means... what yeah, quotable what... moments yeah. are in get out no 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 come I on man remember that oh um, with the, when the maid is like no 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 they're such nice people no 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 I would have voted for style. Oh, I would have voted man. for Obama oh, a third that. term if I could have. Yeah. Oh, I love Tiger. I golf. I love yes, Tiger. That part I love. Oh, was it's so great. True. It's was such so a funny movie. I mean, it it first of all, it's the best idea of all the movies. It's just a great concept. Uh, it's the funniest. It's the scariest. It, it accomplishes the rare horror comedy thing wonderfully. It does. It's you the, know, I will say that I wasn't really scared when I watched it. No, it's creepy. It's my, bro really my brother scary. laughs, though, because he saw all my reactions like we were wearing headphones because it was the plane. And he was watching something different. And um, I just kept making facial reactions and, and like, kind of jerking <laughs> myself a little bit. Whoa. And, um, and he just kept, like, being like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> when the like, person gets smashed with the pool ball on their head. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. T.S. <laughs> motherfucking A. Hmm. <laughs> I love that. No, you got to go with that movie because that about, movie so, – Tell me, I haven't seen any of them. Honestly, I've only seen Get Out. How did you like Lady Bird? Okay, Lady Bird is incredible, but it's not like a best picture movie. But it's like, good. Oh yeah, I mean, I love the movie, but I could see people hating the movie because it's a very okay. small story. But it's a coming of age, and it's wonderful. I love that movie. Uh, I Dun watch it. Dunkirk's great. Um, not much of a story. Even with Harry Styles. Harry Styles is one of the best parts of the movie. What? Oh yeah, Harry Styles is great. Harry Styles is in Dunkirk. Oh, yeah. yeah. Did not know That's that. That's why I didn't watch Dunkirk. No, I mean, he's not really in it all that much, but he's he's good. He's good. 
uh, the it, Tom Hardy's great in it. The, there's not much of a script because it's mostly just action sequences and you know the, right. the filmmaking is the star of that movie. So. Christopher Nolan. Yeah, yeah, it, it's wonderfully directed and it's all right. Keep going. What were your thoughts on the other ones? Uh, three billboards I thought was kind of silly. Uh, and it, it, I don't know. I, I didn't. So it's written by an Irish guy, written and directed by an Irish guy. And I know you felt differently, but I'm just like, I don't know, man. You don't really know what America's like. <laughs> it's like no, I. He, yeah. You know what I mean? I get like that he, feeling. So, for example, this is just the most obvious example. He uses the word "cunt" a lot in his script. <laughs> and, oh. And, okay. and, but, but no. But the, here's here's the thing. In Ireland and in, in the UK. That's sort of like the word bitch. It's a very common insult. You know, it's like not, any, not here. Yeah. Here. That's like a really intense, like, you know, offensive word. Inappropriate word. Yeah. Sure. Right. So it's not like something that you're just, bat, you know, batting around in the middle of Missouri. That's just not. So eh, there's a couple tells like I that. I disagree. <laughs> well, maybe in your world, Rob, but that's your very specific social side. <laughs> That's Nebraska. <laughs> no, that's a Rob twenty mile radius thing. That, that, the word cut follows you, Rob. There's no oh. geographic anyway. Um, oh. But but yeah, so that's what, I don't know. I just felt like the movie was very on the nose. It's like there's people right. getting thrown out of buildings and explosions, and it's like all right. Like, this is not really that realistic. Uh, Shape of Water is a ridiculous fucking movie. And in 20 years, we're going to look back on the fact that Get Out didn't win. And we're, we're, we're there's going to be a class action lawsuit file, filed or something. Like, it, it's gonna so be you one, didn't like Shape of Water. It's one of the great injustices in the history of mankind. You it's, did not like Shape of Water. It's a horrible movie. It's a really? Hor- it's awful. Really? It's so stupid. Danny, you will hate this movie. It's so I looked at the preview and I was like, this seems quirky and weird. I bet I'd e- like it. Exactly. Well, okay, maybe you'll like it then. It's so <laughs> dumb. Oh my Did you God, see it, Rob? So- no, I did not see that one. All right. What about Darkest Hour? All right. It's fine. British. It's just a- good. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, Churchill. It's I do want to see that movie. I do too, but Nick makes it out like it sucks no it doesn't suck it's it's a good um it's period it's a, piece yeah it's it's a good like indoor recess middle school movie you know it's <laughs> yeah, like that in, doesn't it, sound good no but it's like in history class it's like all right uh, you know today we're gonna watch a dvd and darkest hours on because we're learning about world war ii it's good it's fine i like it and the post is the same way they're both like solid like you know, oh, yeah, I wanted to see that movie historical too. Historical dramas. Yeah, they're yeah, good. Yeah, the post I heard was bad. It's not bad. It's I fun. heard it was very boring. It's a little boring. Uh, <laughs> what? So what about Phantom Thread? Oh, that one's a weird one. Is that, I, who, is that the last movie of, um, what's his name? Daniel Day-Lewis. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. And you just were eh to it? I, no, I'm not eh. I, I still don't quite know what I feel about it because I haven't watched it a second time. It's really weird. It's like like the ending is uh, strange, um, and the whole thing is very like understated and British, and like you know. But the character is so strange and so hateable, and so I don't know. It, it's um to even describe it is it's it's hard to. It, it's either you love it or you hate it. You either respect the, the craft or you're just like this is trite garbage. Uh, but it could go. <laughs> And then Call Me By Your Name, last one. What did you think of that one? Okay, so I have one thought about Call Me By Your Name. Uh, and, and actually, I'm interested. 
so okay, let's let's turn this into a large conversation. Uh, so you remember how like Milo Yiannopoulos's career ended? Do you remember this? Uh, uh, is that the guy who is like a he was like a conservative? Yes, he's the yes, I do. Yes, I remember him. Gay firebrand guy. Yes, yes, Tommy Lauren, but gay. Right. Well, how many times has she come up today? A little bit further right than that. (laughs) Um, So I brought her up. I I just want to say to the listeners, I am so sorry. I keep bringing. Yeah, you. It's your fault. (laughs) It's my fault. I brought her up way too many times. So uh, he uh, he made these comments about how sometimes younger gay men in their teens will have relationships with older gay men uh, and how this was something that happened to him and how is sort of... A... No, I think that's pedophilia. Right, right. No, exactly, right? So all of a sudden people are like, oh my God, this is he's, he's condoning pedophilia, right? And, and in my opinion, rightly so. And so the guy's career basically ended and, and all of his... He had a book deal that got canceled, and there were certain live speaking events that that he was removed from. I was wondering why I had never heard about him again. Right. So that's what happened. It's a whole scandal. Okay. All right. Yeah. So you should look this up. Call Me By Your Name is a movie about a gay relationship between a 17-year-old boy and a 30-year-old man. Oh. And the movie is getting nominated for Academy Awards. It and hasn't been. And, there's and, no, actually, there have been no criticism about that. And one, I mean, there have been some people online, like Corey Feldman, for example, who, um, yeah, you know. Yeah, okay, had, you could skip his criticism. No one well, cares what he thinks. <laughs> oh, you're not a Corey Feldman fan? Isn't he the 80s star from Stand By Me that kind of turned into a druggie? He turned into a druggie, but he also was like, yeah, Hollywood has a pedophile problem. Yeah, I, I still don't really care about what he thinks. Okay, he seems like it, a weirdo. Well, there, there, not just that, but there have been a number of people that have been like, "Yo, this is about like the abuse of a seventeen-year-old boy and like mental manipulation and and like if this was a heterosexual relationship, like this would not be okay. This would not be nominated for anything if it was uh, a guy to a girl, right? And and so yes. I, I, I don't know. I'm curious. It's like Milo's career ended because of this. Jeez. And now a movie like this is getting praised. And I, to me, I watch it. And I'm like, this is not okay. Like, it's a wonderfully crafted movie and incredibly shot. And, like, it, it's, it's really effective. But I felt gross watching the whole thing. I'm like, this is clearly not okay. Army Hammer is clearly in his 30s. And this kid is a kid. Is Army Hammer a nasty-looking 30-year-old? Who is Army Hammer? Army Hammer, uh... Oh God, he was he was. Um, I'm googling him. Oh, is he Superman? Oh, yeah. he's not bad looking. No, he's a great looking dude. But I'm just saying. Uh, Where do I know him from? He, uh, was he? Oh, Superman? Social Network. Social Network. Yes, he was the Winklevoss mm, twins. Yeah. Yes, that's right. Right, right. Um, so yeah, no, that movie's not okay. I'm not okay with that movie at all. <laughs> I'm take a stand and say, damn, not as, I, I thought as a gay, I was supposed to watch that movie, but I haven't seen it yet. Well, I'm curious. I don't know. Watch the movie and see what you think. And yeah, like, I have to let you know when I see it. Yeah, but I, I, here's the thing. It is a very effective movie, and it's like it pulls you into their relationship. But I found that to be, you know, the fact that I was entertained by it, I found gross. Because it's like yeah, I should... thirty. That's a little old. Yeah, if you're trying to convince For someone who's not 18, yeah, this is not cool, man. Like I've been told, this is not okay. Um, and I, I don't know. I, it's um, yeah, no, I'm not okay with that movie at all. Jeez, wow, wow. I've never heard. I have, I've heard only good things. You're the first person I've heard that's made that kind of statement. But I understand why. Yeah. So, uh, 
yeah and then the father in the movie is like all supportive and he's like yeah i i wish i had what you had he's, he's like don't don't is let the that father go. closeted no no the father's just I don't know, just really down with the fact that his 17-year-old son is banging a 30-year-old. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's weird. Wow. <laughs> weird ass yes, movie. Sounds, like sounds like an odd movie. They're in Italy. The guy, the kid's always in his underwear. He's just walking around town in his underwear. It's like, yo, what's going on over there? Anyway, uh, I should mention uh, real quick, March Madness brackets. I don't think Danny filled out one. Oh, but, yeah. but, uh, I didn't know you guys did one. I filled out one. Oh, did you let him know, you idiot, Robert? I guess I forgot. You fuck. I know. I picked Duke again, though. I'm sorry. <laughs> so did Rob. I did too. Um, <laughs> I picked. I picked Duke for you. Ah. <laughs> uh, so are they uh, out? Yeah, yeah, they lost. Out. They lost. Oh. Yes. So this. So this uh, Loyola Chicago thing is fun, huh? Ugh. Oh, you're not in on this. I just. I'm over it. Why? Oh, they're an eleventh seed team. They shouldn't be that good. They got lucky. Are you not a Sister Jean fan? Had had, had Virginia <laughs> had Virginia not got beat, they would have been out. <laughs> well, but they did get beat because they stunk. Ugh. No, I'm oh, I didn't pick. Loyola I picked. Yeah, I picked Miami to beat Loyola. Yeah, everyone did. I was wrong. Yeah, no, they they're an eleventh seed. They would be the lowest seed to ever win the the tournament wasn't so. there one group too who was like the very lowest and they ended up winning their first round first 16 seed to ever beat a one seed in the history of the tournament and who was that is umbc yeah. that stands for university of maryland baltimore county yep jeez like community college are they basically. still in it uh no, no. They, they lost, lost their second round. we're down to yeah. the final four damn yeah, uh, Loyola Chicago though they're not going to make it to the finals. They're I'm watching they, this team can play. They're going like, to they can shoot. They're, they're pretty gonna good. Get, they're going to get beat. I'm rooting for them, man. I'm in on this team. I like it. Uh, I'm into March Madness this year. Even though, so, I'm in first place, but I can't possibly win. Right? Is that what's going on? I here? think that's probably correct. Have you checked the rank? Okay, I'm on the rankings right now. Uh, yes, I'm in first place, but I have zero potential points remaining. <laughs> exactly. So I uh, so there you go. Good Unless everyone you. else has zero potential points remaining, I so think your goose is probably <laughs> what, yeah. Two people pick Michigan, and they're probably going to win. Yeah, uh, yeah. So there you go. Anyway, <laughs> just thought we'd mention that. <laughs> Happy March Madness, two cents. Happy March Madness. I'm sorry, Danny. I fucked up. Uh, it's okay. I would have been out already. Yeah. I better just keep my record. Uh, you know, <laughs> I did. I I was so excited. I do, I do have such fond memories of that one night. I watched the last ten minutes of that game, and I was like, "Oh my god!" And you beat Trevor. <laughs> I beat everyone. Yeah, <laughs> me of all people, and I totally just winged it. I had no yep. clue what I was doing. <laughs> I we filled out. We did that. We did that bracket the night before it was due. So I tweeted it and then forgot to send it to danny and that was my bad that was my uh, bad. no worries it's fine i honestly would have lost so i'm glad that i i he remains undefeated I, yes exactly okay. <laughs> i'm glad i fucked up have in you, a good way have you heard from trevor what's he up to now i i i got a christmas card from him he's got a different uh-huh. job his his kid is doing great just one kid just one so far okay oh, happy family Lovely. i miss trevor 
I do. I do miss listening to you guys. I, I don't miss dissecting Survivor, to be honest. Well, because it kind of sucks compared to how it used to be. Well, it Not does. to sound old. Yeah, it, it, the good old days, right? <laughs> Doesn't this season suck? I no, I, I like I like it more than last season. I agree. Far, I agree. The last season I, I was awful, it, too. It was terrible. Last season, I really hated. This season, I'm at least enjoying the characters. But I just hate that Survivor won't give us... I feel like... And I'm sure people disagree with me but there's just not enough character building for me no and it's like we only get to see like two people per episode that they'll go in detail on and it's like i just miss where we used to have some really weird interesting people and every episode we get to know all of them yeah no i only know like five of their names right that yeah and it's like and it's just it's it's maybe like five minutes of an episode is about story and then the rest is strategy, which I just get sick of. It's boring. I, I only challenges. I only know Sebastian and, because he sticks out. So I much. hate him. He's the one <laughs> I dislike the most. Who are you rooting for this year? Who's your guy? Sebastian. Or girl. You like Sebastian? Yeah. You're a fan um, of that? Okay. I like. With that who big bulge. <laughs> I like the girl. What's her name? Um, she like cried at. She went to Ghost Island uh, and cried. Um, oh, she's, she's still annoying. in the game. What's her name? Is that Kellen? Oh, yeah, is that yeah, Kellen? Yeah, yeah. No. Ken- is it Kendall? <laughs> What's her name? Kellen. Yeah, Kellen. Like Kellen. Oh, Kellen. 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 That's her name. I like her and I like Laurel. Uh, who's Laurel? She is the one who's aligned with Donathan. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Who I, I like also her. kind of enjoy a little bit. He's, yeah, like he's the one character that sticks out. Like, thank God they cast him. Yeah, he seems like an actual interesting character right. but right. It, but it's also like we're getting a half hour from an episode <laughs> yeah, but not even like, no but even that i feel like i it, it hasn't really been if we actually added it up i bet it's five minutes total yeah i know it just it just feels like some of these people they still haven't introduced i mean i'm sure yeah, like because we, three, you know three or four of these girls have not had a confession we would like to see we would like to see everyone i'm sure there's a reason why everyone was cast i really wish they would just put less emphasis on the challenges Less emphasis on strategy and more emphasis on the people that they actually cast. Yeah, I like that guy, Michael, the young guy. The young guy, he's interesting. Yeah, he's. I good. feel creepy that I think he's attractive. Hmm. Why? Why? He's eighteen. He, yeah, but that's still so young. <laughs> call me by your he name. Look, he doesn't look eighteen. Jesus. I don't. Yeah, I don't want to be a call me by your name. No, I but know. he doesn't look eighteen. He looks twenty-seven. Yeah. Yeah. No, he's he's fine. I think he. Um, I think he's like. I'm sure Jeff loves him because he's the alpha male that Jeff kind of loves typically. Yeah. No, he's. I mean, I liked him at the tribal council the couple weeks ago, and that was. No, like, he seems bright. He yeah. seems like a bright kid. Yeah. I don't. It's just it's too many twists. The ghost island thing. I I just don't get what they're doing there. I just don't understand because first half the people are not getting a chance to play the game anyway. Yeah. What is the yeah. point of even having them there? Right. And then when you play it's the just game, Exile Island, when right, they can't do that. Yeah, it's still a fifty-fifty chance. So it's like. It, I don't know. I guarantee yeah, you I to- it's not to- a 50 50 chance. No, I bet you're right. I bet you're right. But they still got to play the game anyway. Right. So they may, not, they may not opt to play the game. Right. True. You know? That's the chance that we're taking. Either they play the game and win the prize or they don't. Right. <laughs> so that's a, I don't know. That I find dumb. And it's just too many swaps. It's like oh, people relax God, with I the know. swaps. But they can't create the drama without all the swaps. Yes, they can. They, they can if they just drama. let it be. If they just let it be, there will be drama. But they like the drama, the type of drama it creates with yes, the Yes, they like the strategy, but it's just so boring after a while. And I'm a survival loyalist. Like, I love that show, but I'm just like, come on. 
that I, se- the first Russell season, they didn't do any swaps. The tribe got down to four people. Yeah. It was like four people against eight people at the merge, and somehow the four people won. So it's it's like you can still have drama that way. Like you yeah. you know, sometimes building loyalty among a tribe is good because that makes for like more emotional stuff later. Do you think they'll you know? ever do a season with like let's do a classic season? No, no, they won't. I, mean, they I won't. wish they would. Throw That's an idol throw an idol or two in there, but don't no swaps. This is your tribe. We go to day nineteen. This is your tribe until day nineteen. Was honestly I think the last it wasn't the last time they did that, like, Heroes vs. Villains. Honestly, that Probably. they mess up the tribes, that they kept them the same. I think that was Heroes vs. Villains. There might have been one in between, but I, I'm struggling I to name it. I don't think yeah. so. Yeah. I don't think there was. It's crazy. And it, swaps used to Maybe be South Pacific. Maybe South Pacific, actually. Oh, that sounds right. The same. Yeah, that sounds right. Uh, no, it's yeah. just crazy. It, it's it's too much, and I can't keep track of who's on whose tribe. And the strategy isn't like it, it's not organic. It's all just like crazy, like oh my god, it's an atomic bomb just exploded. No, yeah. and it was so much easier to be invested in the show when you got invested in the people. And right. it's like when they mix it up like that, no one gets invested in anyone. No. It's, all right, here's a blind side that means nothing. No. Like mm-hmm. I don't care at all about what just happened. Mm-hmm. Yep. Whereas I think about the big moments of Survivor where I felt like emotionally sad and it's like or excited and it's like when the people i liked either got voted out or or made some big move and it's like i just don't like anyone the way i used to like them because of how much time they put into the characters right true it's true maybe we just sound old no yeah (laughs) and then these all-star seasons uh they have these all-star seasons and it's like who are these people yeah and honestly like let the the not to be like annoying but with game changers, honestly, like probably five of them were game changers. Hmm. If you want to use that title, yeah. really though. Well, that was that's just a name though. <laughs> but even that, like even that, I seriously, I could argue five of them, and then the rest, I was like, what the he- what the heck? Like, why are these people back? I know. And I only liked three of them, and it's like the three that they brought back four times. You know what I mean, or whatever it was. It's like mm-hmm. Sandra. Okay, but the you only hate reason Sandra, I, I do hate Sandra. Sandra came around though on Game Changers for me. Yeah, she was awesome. As she yeah, she was says. great. She was great that season. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, it, it's it, it does suck. It's like yeah, I don't know. It just makes me sad because I, you know, I felt such an emotional attachment to the show, and now I look at it and I'll still watch it, but it's like, come on. Whereas yeah. Big Brother, by the way, Celebrity Big Brother was the best season in years. I thought. I could not agree more. Could not agree My more. poor and- James, though. <laughs> yes, and I actually liked him after a while. Like, My it's boy. so funny that I ended up liking James. I hated him the My first episode. Boy, he's on you like a fungus, doesn't he? Oh, yes. He, he was great. He I was loved, great. I loved a lot of those people, even so though they I. frustrated me. I actually liked most of them. Even Omarosa. <laughs> I never really liked Omarosa, but I, I did. certainly rooted for her. I rooted for her. No, I, I guess I'm the same. I'm the same. I didn't really like her, but I wanted her to do well. Terrible ending, though. Ugh, what an awful yeah. ending. Well, what? I loved the ending. I hated Marissa. You didn't like Marissa? Oh, my God. <laughs> she was an actual fan of the show. I liked that she won. And then when her kid hugged her on stage, it I don't know, I liked it. She never really stuck to her guns, though, did no, she? she did. I thought she played well. Eh, she sort of just went on front of the jury and was just like, yeah, Ross would come to me with a plan. And I'd be like, yeah, let's do the plan. And so they did the plan. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't but know. I, I think you overlook how much of a strategy that is in itself of just 
I'm going to stick behind someone, let them be the shield for me and get me to the end. That's not really just, what she and did. And I'll rely though. on it. Nah, I think it, it was. was. No, it was like Ross is my friend and Ross is better at this. So I'm going to let Ross do all the work and then hope in the end that they're no, bitter. But she, I think she knew in her mind that, I mean, she knew the game. If you listen to her talk, she definitely was a fan of the game. I think she knew what she was doing. She struggled to even bring Ross to the end because the, and Ross made that clear. It's like, yeah, it's not really in your best interest to bring me. Like, bring Mark McGrath, and you'll win way easier. <laughs> I don't know. It, it, it's like she played with her heart a little too much, yeah. and a lot of them did. And in fairness to Ross, like, he surrounded himself with people that would play with their heart. It's like Mark McGrath was definitely going to bring him. Uh, Ariadna was definitely going to bring him. Um, so, I, I don't know. He kind of got screwed, but that happens all the time on that Yeah, show. I think the show, I think it's more complicated than just saying he, he made moves so he should win. I think with all these shows, you can't just go on that. It, I mean, there's th- a history. You do not win if you make moves. You have to be a, a little bit more, I don't know, a little bit more careful. It's true. but, Mar- he, was, but- he had bad jury management as well. Like, I mean, he knew that they were all going to go and watch the show. So when you flat out lie, and don't get me wrong, I liked Ross too. I wasn't like, I definitely wasn't like excited or sad. I was I was excited for Marissa, but I, I like didn't like hate him or anything. But he definitely played in ways that I was just, just like, okay, he definitely is playing sloppy. And he's not like, I mean, if they're going to watch the show, they're going to be pissed off. My thinking is if Marissa's not in the house, Ross still makes it to the end. But if Ross is not in the house, Marissa does not make it to the end. And that would be my logic. It's like Ross did everything for the two of them mm-hmm. and she got the credit for it in the end. So, Well, uh, I don't know. And I wanted Ariadna <laughs> to win anyway, so that's all. I'm yeah, I for. liked her too. Oh, she was. But again, she didn't do anything. I mean, she did nothing as far as like game wise. I don't think she made a single move the whole season. Nope. She she made a lot of moves that I liked actually. (laughs) Not you, creepy, watching her on live. Moves are really good. I'm I'm a fan of. I mean, I think I think Ross and Marissa were two of the only people who actually made any moves. Really though. Yeah, Omarosa really didn't do anything either, did she? Yeah, but not any good moves. She, she attempted. <laughs> Think about Omarosa. That you always she just, whenever she could bring up Trump, she knew, oh, this will be good. Right. <laughs> the thing about her is that she's bad at these things. No, we always yeah, forget she is. this. She sucks at these games. Yeah, she is. She is. <laughs> she's so not. This smart. was her best run out of anything. I think. I know. This is the highest she's finished in any other shows. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, I got to wrap this up. Okay. All right. Well, this was fun. I know. I'm a fun <laughs> this hater. Fun. This was great. We got a good hour and a half here. <laughs> there you go, people. Yeah. Are you satisfied? Nah, for man. the next month? Nah. <laughs> we'll, we'll be yeah, back. I'll talk to you guys in July. <laughs> yeah, we'll be we'll be talking documentaries very yes. soon. Yes. Yes. yes you have awesome. your homework, you guys. Now watch. Now now do it. Mm-hmm. Wild Wild <laughs> Country on Netflix and Queer Eye on Netflix. How can people get a hold of you, Danny? Uh, they can tweet you. <laughs> okay, tweet me. Twitter.com slash Rob RFF. Let's forget Nico. Okay. No. <laughs> well, good night, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Nico. Last but not This was least. the most social contact I've gotten in two months. So well, this I is why I wanted to get you on the – that's why I wanted to get you on the air. Thank you so much. Yeah. <laughs> You yes, know, go on a few more um, Tinder dates, but just be careful. Nico. Yes. I will. I will. Uh, be, always test for mono. Yes. <laughs> Use protection, kids. <laughs> oh. Ooh. Ooh.
Uh, all right, yeah, Twitter uh, at Funny Nico tweets. You know what the deal is. There you go. Well, thanks you guys for doing a show. This was awesome. Last minute, awesome show. Yeah. Yeah. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Have a great week, everybody. We'll catch you back here soon. <laughs>